What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Lisa Rants Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Smith, and I am so excited about today's episode. Today, we are covering all things manifestation, self-love, and the connection between the two. To teach us all about it is my amazing guest, Jasmine Thomas. So Jasmine wears many hats. She's an entrepreneur, investor, spiritual teacher, thought leader, author, podcaster, speaker, and influencer for millennial women. Her passion lies in helping women achieve the unexplainable through heartfelt, energetic, spiritual work. She does this through her nonprofit organization, She's Worthy, which was founded during one of her darkest times in life, which we do talk about in this episode. Jasmine hosts events, courses, and coaching programs to elevate women to the next dimension found within themselves. You can learn more about her on her website, she'sworthy.co, and I'll have that all linked in the show notes along with all of her social media. Like I said, she also has a podcast, which is great. You should check that out as well. And I really think this is going to be an episode that you're going to want to come back to over and over again. You want to take notes because the knowledge she brings is honestly life-changing and so easy to follow. And you guys know I'm really into the power of manifestation, spirituality, all things self-development. And I try to bring some of that content on this podcast for you guys, but this one like this is a good one you guys I know I'm biased but you'll hear me like you'll hear me in the interview how shook I am the way Jasmine breaks down the process of manifestation and you know just manifesting a life you want we talk about uncovering resistance limiting beliefs how to start practicing self-love and we just we truly cover it all so enough of my little rant let's just get into this episode I know you guys will enjoy this so without further ado Let's get into it. She's Lisa and she rants. You are now listening to the Lisa Rants Podcast. Okay, I'm joined here with Jasmine Thomas. Thank you so much, Jasmine, for being on my podcast. You are welcome. I'm happy to be here. And um, it's my intention to be able to share a positive message and be able to help more people um, in terms of self-love, because I know that's a huge topic that um, most interests you as well as those who listen to your podcast. So thank you for having me. Yes, definitely. It's something that I like to touch up, touch upon a lot on my podcast, just like just self-love and confidence because you know a lot of my audience is like you know millennial gen zers just really starting that like adulting phase of their life and i just feel Mm -hmm. like it's really hard to navigate and it's hard to be confident in yourself and in your career and in your love life and it's so confusing but i think that for me personally developing a spiritual practice and learning more about self-love learning more about manifestation it's really changed my life and I just thought you were the perfect person to discuss all of this with because I've just enjoyed what you've been able to do. And I just think everything that you can kind of talk to us about today will be so, so inspirational. So I'm, I'm happy to talk today. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I pray that it is a, a something that people can learn and really grow and gain from this conversation because once you get to a certain point in life, you do start to notice how your confidence and your ability to love yourself actually really matters, you know? And, and that's one yeah. of those things I wish was taught more 
Um, but maybe it was it's not taught as much because maybe I'm supposed to do it. Maybe I'm supposed to help more people and you're supposed to help more people by for, by talking about it yourself and providing a platform for people like me to be on. Yeah. Oh, yes. A hundred percent. I totally <laughs> agree. So let's just start first. Like, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, your backstory, what you do? Yeah. Yeah. So I um, love to go back all the way into my um, genealogy because what I don't like for people to assume is that like I'm a privileged black woman right because that's the automatic assumption when people see me whether it's on Instagram or um, even out in public you know people just automatically assume just because I look a certain way that you know things have always been kind of passed down or easy for me but I, I like to expound upon the fact that um, my family is half um, African-American, half Native American, and um, both sides were slaves. Mm -hmm. And from that, you have um, my, like, my grandmother and my grandfather who never even got past like a fourth grade education. Um, even my own father, uh, he dropped out of school in the eighth grade to help his um, family. I mean, dirt poor, um, very abusive homes, my mother and my father, um, a lot of things that you see happen in impoverished areas. And I come into the picture as an educated woman. I'm currently working on my doctoral degree. Um, I mean, it, it's a huge, huge shift. And yes. um, actually, yesterday, I celebrated my, um, this is my first month where I brought in $50,000. And I don't say that to brag, because that's not what it's about. It's about letting people know that, that they can do it. They can mm -hmm. manifest no matter like what your past is, or what, you know, your family comes through. Um, all of those things because what you can find is that you are the catalyst for change mm. and that's what I really believe for my own self like that's what I do for my family I set a standard set the tone uh, set this this um, thing that they can reach and they can achieve just like I can and um, I guess kind of to get a little bit more personal into how the whole self-love um, aspect came yeah. into that so my current fiance and I um, had a huge breakup that was like for me and for him, very traumatic. It was not something we planned. Um, he struggled with depression. I struggled with anxiety. And it was just at that time we needed to really separate. And mm -hmm. I wondered, how did I get myself in that position? He and I both. And we, we currently mm -hmm. have discussion all the time. We didn't love ourselves. Mm -hmm. We did not love ourselves. We didn't value ourselves as individuals. It's not that we took, like, it, it wasn't that it was the other person. Right. It was us. Yeah. And because we had a lot of trauma and wounds, and now that I know so much about ancestral healing, our relationship is, like, easy peasy, you mm -hmm. know, because I've healed a lot of those things. But that ability to love ourselves and feel like we are worthy, like, he, he would always say, I don't deserve you. And I'm like, what? Like, oh. you know, and I, but it's <laughs> yeah. because of that self 
love and for me I always struggle with oh you're you know you're gonna leave anyway like that because mm-hmm. I didn't believe that I I should have good people or good things exactly and mm-hmm. and now it's like I, I started to find myself during that breakup and I kind of like went through this transformation I started finding like personal development in the spiritual realm and it was so enlightening so new things that I had never experienced before and I do share this um I am a Christian but I'm also very open to a lot of spiritual teaching and practices because I believe that's what Jesus did that's my personal opinion Um, (laughs) but you know, after kind of finding those, I just went into this, this place where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm worth it, you know, and that's where she's worthy kind of came in. Thank you. Thank you. That's where she's worthy came into the picture. Because what I found was, is that as I was going through my own transition, there were a lot of other women who struggled with their self-worth. And I wanted to give them the ability to increase that self-worth and and that's what my nonprofit does I mean this experience allowed me to quit my job and um to begin starting my own businesses and just creating um more self-love for myself increased wealth and confidence and love for other people my relationships you know have improved so much you know because of that self-love Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And just even going back to what you first said of just like, I think it's important that you made it clear, you know, that you didn't come from a privileged background, because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, I know even for myself, I struggle sometimes I see people talk about manifesting, and I'm just like, well, of course, you were able to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, look at, look at your life, look at, you know, and some people, I think it's easy to think that people, some people are set up for success, um, for certain and you don't think it's possible for you. So I love that, you know, you made that clear and and it's also so important for just like that representation and to just see that it is possible to like, to come from trauma or to come from, you know, maybe not a rich family or to come Mm -hmm. from just, especially women of color, just to see that, that it is possible because, it, it is sometimes hard to believe and it, you just have those limiting beliefs around, you know, just everything. And I just love, you know, what you've been able to do. And it's just, it's super inspiring. Like, and for, for myself, I always talk about, I love the um, story about your husband because I talk a lot on this podcast about, you know, just like dating topics. And yeah, I think it's easy for, you know, a lot of people my age to think dating is so hard and how am I supposed to manifest a partner? How am I supposed to even manifest my career? And I think sometimes I have those feelings of like not feeling worthy enough for a partner and it's something Mm -hmm. I'm actively working through. But I think it's so amazing how you both were able to acknowledge like it was a self-love problem and how you working on that has strengthened your relationship. So that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And yes, a lot of people do believe that relationships have to be complicated, you know, or Mm -hmm. it it just, oh, it it can't work. It's this, it's that. Like, you know, you really have to dig into why do you think that? Like, what happened to you? What made you think that you were not worthy of love? And um, 
you know, I know we're going to get really into it, but yeah. it's, a, <laughs> it's a lot of that inner child. Yeah. More than likely you experience that at a young age and it's just something in you that, I mean, it's pushing it back, whether it's self-sabotage, you think that someone's going to abandon you, reject you, you know, all of those things. I mean, mm-hmm. my oh. fiance and I, we've had very traumatic experiences, like, you know, very, I, I mean, it, it had, unfortunately, you know, especially in the black community and even yeah. minorities, you know, without the privilege, without the money, you know, we, we experience things that are harder for us, but there is hope and there is an opportunity for you to be able to get the things that you need um, for your life and, you know, to be able to actually prosper. It is totally possible. Yeah. That's amazing. So (laughs) just even going back, like, so what made you get into the work? Like, how did you know, how how were you able to acknowledge like self-love was the problem and what was the beginning steps for you to really work and heal? Mm-hmm. Um, so to be honest with you, the beginning steps were not the steps I'm taking today. Mm-hmm. Like, it's totally different. Like, um, I'm sure you probably have heard of this and you may talk about it, but like quantum leaping, like I am what, like I'm on the quantum leaping aspect now. But like mm-hmm. when I first started, it was simply journaling like I'm it it literally was like you know what I'm just gonna journal my feelings journal my thoughts see what's going on inside um I also got into counseling and that is something that I recommend for everyone like I I had started counseling with my career path because that's where the anxiety started developing in the workplace and then I decided you know, once I kind of got better with that, I was like, okay, I'm having anxiety within my relationship, you know, things like that. So I kind of started back with that. And that actually opened my eyes and allowed me to see like, wow, you know, Jasmine, you have a lot of issues. Mm. And just being open and honest, like, I'm human. Um, And what the reason why I say that, number one, I am an Enneagram one. (laughs) So that's the perfectionist um, type personality. And then also, too, I tend to, um, and it goes back to religion. That's why it's so important to know thyself, like know who you are, what you went through. But like, I grew up in a religious background where I felt like I had to be perfect. And if I wasn't perfect, I would be um, outcasted or, you know, shunned upon because I didn't do everything right. And so I put that amount of pressure on myself. And then I started to see like, wait a minute, like that is man, that's not God. Mm. You know, God loves you completely, perfectly as you are, you know. And so that's kind of where I started, how it has shifted over time is I recognize, and and this is probably, I would say right before the pandemic happened, I was not at $50,000 a month. Um, (laughs) It was was good money, but it wasn't like it is now because I really didn't 
I, tr I just didn't really care. I didn't love myself enough because I think with a lot of things that I was going through, um, experiencing, even grieving, mm -hmm. uh, my grandmother passed away. And so that kind of had an effect on me. And I like to bring in those stories because I want people to know I'm realistic <laughs> yeah. and not like, don't get me wrong. I believe in sprinkling fairy dust sometimes, but like <laughs> I'm a real you person. You have to do the work. Yeah. Yes. And it is like I legit commit to the work and I wanted it. I wanted the two things that I wanted most more than anything was love and a strong, healthy marriage and increasing my income. Those were the two things that I really wanted. Same. And so, <laughs> yeah, but that may, the reason why you may want it is because you might have struggled with it in your lifetime at some point. Yeah. And for me, those were areas that were hard because I grew up poor, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, as I kind of go further, I didn't state this, but my father passed away when I was nine. So uh -huh. my mother raised my sister and I on her own. She only made maybe about $10,000 a year, wow. which is not a lot for three people. And we didn't qualify for like, all the government assistance and all those things because they said that was too much money. So she had to make it work. And now one thing I give my mom credit for, she never limited me. And that's, I think what helps me not to limit myself in terms of what I can do. Anytime money was involved, she was like, look, I'm going to go do whatever, but she sacrificed a lot. And that's what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So much sacrifice that I'm putting everyone above me. So how can I like really love myself? How can I do things for myself if I'm not seeing that I'm important too? How can I serve others if I'm not at my best? Right, exactly. And I think in, even for myself, I feel like now I've been starting to do the work and I've, you know, I started working with a spiritual coach and doing inner child work. And I have so mm -hmm. much like, resistance to it because I feel like you really have to face everything from your past all the hard mm -hmm. stuff and realize how it's affecting your behaviors in your life now and especially limiting beliefs which I want to touch on but mm -hmm. it's just like it's I think it's amazing that you were able to realize there was an issue and that you were just like you just committed to it and I think that's the hardest part with starting is just committing to it and believing that you you know, can truly love yourself and have the access to actually manifest and create a life that you want. And I think that's mm -hmm. important to know. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. How do you think self-love ties in to manifesting? Yeah, so basically my thing is if you really don't love and care about yourself or see yourself from the eyes of how God sees you, then whatever it is you want, you, you'll mess it up. <laughs> and when I say you'll mess it up, it's because you won't think that you're worthy of it. Mm. So you'll like push it away. Yeah. And I know for me, like that's what happened between my fiance and I is that we pushed it away. Even with like money in my business, like 
I and and this is how like if, if you make a lot of money one month and then the next month you're down and one month you're up and one month you're down it's because you're inconsistent with your ability to love yourself and that is some stuff that people don't want to tell you like they want you to yeah go after this go after that but then they're not showing you how to be consistent I'm telling you I know from experience because when I made the most money I love myself more right. when I made the least amount of money I didn't really care and, and it's it's a legit thing so um and also too with self-sabotaging what you have to realize and because some people are like oh well even if I you know don't think that I'm worthy of it's still gonna come yes it's still gonna come but guess what you're going to have so much resistance that you begin to like push it away and God can't force you to take something like God gives you free will so it's up to you if you want to accept it and you want to receive it and then one thing you really, I feel like, have to do is believe that you deserve those good things. And you can just start with something small and work your way into what you may consider the harder things. You know, because I think a lot of people want to just jump right up to the big thing. Like, oh, yeah, I'm worthy of being a millionaire. But you haven't even mastered making 100000 a year. You know, start with incremental steps of that belief and that power and momentum happens like momentum really happens. And the reason why I use money all the time is because I just get money like money just makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. But like so May was like almost a thirty thousand dollar month. And so this month we're already at 50 before the month is closing out. And I'm not even counting some of the other funds that I know are coming in. This is just like as of last night. Mm -hmm. And what you can see is, okay, so you went from 30, then I went to uh, almost 40, now 50. Like it just keeps increasing. And that's what people have to understand. Sometimes it's going to be incremental growth of what you feel like is worth worthy of coming and being a part of your life and actually staying in your life and being consistent. And I love the fact that you brought up how important it is to do the inner work mm -hmm. because some people will do the work, but only for so long to get the results. And then they wonder why whatever it was went away or it's not working anymore. You know, you have to be committed. Like for me, I am so like, I have a routine of at least, five to six things that I do to like actually help with manifesting. And if, even if you just commit to it for 21 to 30 days, mm -hmm. it'll become an, a habit and you will actually see the results and the benefits of it. A lot of people give up too soon. And that's what, what I want to say is like, keep going, keep doing it because the mo when the momentum starts, it's like, I call the snowball effect and oh my gosh, like, the snowball gets big. <laughs> like after yeah. going down the hill, mounting up snow over and over and over and over. And that's what I was saying about the quantum leaps. Like huge momentous shifts in quantum leaps. Things start happening so fast. You're like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe this. You're in awe. But it's because you didn't stop doing the work. Yeah. Ooh, and this is like, you're just preaching to me right now. And I know listening. <laughs> I know people listening are like, it's like just taking notes because this is so important because even for me, I, I talk to my friends, um, you know, who are spiritual as well. And it's just like, I just, sometimes I feel even with my podcast, even with my job, 
I know that I'm capable and I know I could be doing more, but I still have to work through that, that those blockages that I have of just maybe not feeling like it's possible for me, not feeling like I am deserving. And it's just, you know, I'll, I'll start doing inner child work and then I'll stop. And I'm like, this is hard, you know? And I just, I think it's so important even for me, I'm just getting inspired. Like, I just want to, like you said, commit to it and, and just keep going and make it a practice because Mm -hmm. I just know it will, like you said, snowball. And I just think that's amazing. Like, woo, I have chills. (laughs) (laughs) So you talked about your manifestation practice. Can we talk about that? Like, what does that look like for you? Yeah. So, um, as far as steps, so I'll kind of give you steps and then I'll also share my routine. Because okay. I think that would be very helpful for people. Yeah. So the first thing I say, and I don't think this is someone like specific that get, does this, does it this way, but this way works for me. Okay. Like, and people can adjust it, adapt it, you know, to however it fits them. But first I start off with an intention. An intention for me is simply what I know I want to happen. Right. So as an example, I do small things like I want to find a penny while I'm on my walk. So now pennies show up everywhere. But, (laughs) you know, just start with something small that you want to see happen. The next step is to show gratitude for a lot of different things. Right. Show gratitude for what you already have, the things that as small as I'm breathing today. To be honest, a lot of people are dead. Like, that's a big thing. You know what I mean? Like, we have to find ways to be grateful for the small things that we already have and then for the things to come, right? So it's almost like doing the past. And I I also would say that you probably should want to focus on the present because now creates the future. So if you can find things to be grateful for in the past, the present, and the things to come, it instantly raises your vibration it allows you to feel abundant and that's what it's all about the feelings the feelings the feelings the feelings like if you're not connected to your feelings and i recommend anyone who is listening to look at a vibrational set point scale i know that's not the correct terminology for the scale but you know what i'm talking about I do. Uh, <laughs> they can you guys can look that up and you can see like where love is on the chart as far as vibration um, goes where anger, guilt, you know, all low vibe and high vibe, you can kind of look at those and you can start to see that like, when you tap into the feelings, that's when things start to happen. When you decide that, like, how will I feel when I get whatever it is you want? So how would I feel when I get the penny? I'm going to be happy and I'm going to dance and I'm going to tell my mom, like, that's how I am. And so I kind of like, get into the feelings and even with bigger things like $50,000 like how am I gonna feel when I get that I'm gonna feel great what am I gonna do with it like really feel into it and I believe that'll help to speed it up and allow you to create affirmations which is the next step so with affirmations the reason why I told you to get into your feelings first before you do affirmations is because some people's affirmations are fake and it's not working yeah it's not working because you don't feel it 
Mm-hmm. You're not really that into it. And then you wonder why it's not coming because you really don't believe that it can happen. You don't even see it as a potential possibility. Right. And so when you when you create those affirmations, you need to actually have some hope, a, at least a little bit. Don't get me wrong, you can brainwash yourself, you know, and, and just keep saying over and over and over. But like you said, if those blocks are there, like, God is not going to force you to accept things. You know what I mean? Like, it has to be something that you actually want, which is why the fourth step releasing is very important. And when I I talk about releasing, so I'm not talking about just releasing anger, present life, um, understanding the trauma, the things you went through, your inner child, those things are important. I also talk a lot about ancestral healing and someone brought this up to me and I can't remember who told her but Catherine Zinkina stated that your who you are today is a product of at least 10 to 15 generations of ideas and thoughts yeah so you mean to tell me these people 10 to 15 generations is pretty far back like basically we still have their ideas if we have not healed from our ancestral lineage. So for me, worthiness comes from, I'm just being honest, slavery. Yeah. No no slave thought they were worth it. Or even places that were colonized or, you know, it, it all goes back. That's the feelings that you're carrying in you and you don't even know it. You don't understand why you keep procrastinating. You don't understand why you keep self-sabotaging. More than likely, it's from your lineage. But you can do something about that. And um, I think I did uh, put that somewhere in our conversation, but I'll share it now. Reiki healing is very important. Mm -hmm. And I know some people are like fearful, especially if you are a Christian person. You're like, what is that? witchcraft all those things but it's not <laughs> like yeah. it is simply just a ch- exchange of energy it is simply sharing energy in a healing way to help you it, it doesn't really do anything harmful except for me it makes me sleepy but it works um, <laughs> I, I did it one time and it was amazing it exceeded my expectations like it was so cool I love yes it. Yeah. Yes, I love it. Um, and that's a part of uh, releasing and then receiving. I think a lot of people forget that in order to receive, you have to make room for it. Mm. You got to make room. Like, how are you going to receive what you want and you haven't made room or you haven't made the adjustments? You know, if you want, I know I gave the, the penny example, but maybe you want a new home. Okay. How are you going to receive that new home if you haven't started saving for it? If you haven't called to the loan officer and see what things you need to get together for your credit or, you know, what steps have you taken? And I believe that if you are setting those intentions, you'll make the way and pave the path to be able to receive those divine ideas and nudges of like things you need to do. It will come to you. It will download. I didn't put this on here. But also a part of receiving, I would probably say meditation is a huge part. At least I know it is for me. Your girl meditates. (laughs) Meditate, meditate, meditate. So I'll kind of share my routine a little bit here. But like when I first wake up in the morning, I'm in prayer. I'm also stating, you know, things that I'm grateful for. And then I have a self-love meditation. Amanda Francis is one of like my biggest self-love people 
that I enjoy, um, mostly because she's just, she's just herself. And I'm like, okay, like, I love it. I want to be myself, you know? So she, she has a great meditation on her podcast. And then I also listen to this client attraction, um, um, meditation that literally is amazingly phenomenal which is probably why i can't stop uh getting phone calls in my other business because it's just going 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 going. um and then once i listen to those meditations i kind of move on to my reiki maybe i do it too much maybe i don't know but i i listen to reiki at least 20 minutes a day um it's so many out there that are completely free on youtube divine white light is my favorite one to listen to and i just kind of i listen to it as i work or i play other you know um things that allow me to heal and that that's so important and the ones that i do uh the two that i do like right away in the morning is um ancestral healing and i use it for myself and for my husband and his family and then i use it for um I'm also working on weight loss. I actually lost 10 pounds. Didn't really do a whole lot, but I did it. Uh, You know, so it's really, really worth it. It's worth it. I hope this was helpful. (laughs) No, it is. The practices that I do. No, it is because I feel like there are so many tools, but people just don't know where to start. And and I just think even just going back to what you said before, just the commitment is the most important thing. And I just want people to know that, you know, listening to this, that like it is possible, you know, whatever situation you're in, wherever you are coming from in life or whatever you've been through, it is possible to make a change. It is possible to heal and to create a life you want. And I know for myself, I'm I'm very open about, you know, just what I'm kind of going through on this podcast. And I just, it's just great to hear from you and just like give us a little bit of knowledge and direction on this. So that's so good. Thank you. <laughs> so I want to touch on limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. I have a podcast episode about this and people really loved it. And um, like it was very popular. And I, I want to know how you were able to work through limiting beliefs. Because I think when people are constantly told that you need to love yourself, it's like, you know, how, like how people have so many insecurities and people have so many limiting beliefs that just keep them from thriving. How do we even start to begin to work through those limiting beliefs? Yeah. So I think it's okay to just accept them. Like, I think that's the first step is accept that I have this limiting belief and write it down. Mm. Like you're human. I, I mean, like <laughs> have no shame, you know, have no shame about your, what your limiting belief was. And I know for me, um, I had different limiting, limiting beliefs around money and how much I could earn. I had limiting beliefs around love and you know, how it could come into my life. I mean, I had a ton of them. Like, I don't want anyone to believe or think that like, I never had one. Like, I'm a human being and so are you. So it's okay. Just write them down. And then you want to move into why does it exist? Like, why do I believe this limiting beliefs? Why is it a driving force in my life? Was it something that I experienced that made me believe this? Yeah. And so it only maybe happened in one event, but the event was so traumatic that I tie it to everything. 
-hmm. And more than likely, that's the case. And then you have to find reasons why it's BS. Like, why is this limiting belief not real? Mm -hmm. Why, like, just give as many reasons as possible. So I'll share the example of love. Like, you know, you see other people who've had healthy marriages, who've come from broken homes and things like that. So maybe that's your reason why you think like, yes, it's possible for me to have this. And just finding that evidence evidence that there's a possibility that you can have what you want now i'm at the point to where i'm like well if i want it i'm getting it like i don't even have to write the reasons because i write like but again it's the it's the quantum leaping and it's the work that you've done so what used to take me you know 10 20 minutes of writing out now i just i i hear the limiting belief in my head i say it's bs and i'm like yeah i'm getting it like you know what i mean and you'll get to that place to where you really don't have to do all of that. But then upon figuring out like why it's BS, finding your evidence for for how you can shift that limiting belief to something that you actually want to see, I do recommend doing Reiki, Reiki healing yeah. on a daily basis in that area, whatever it is, and r- rinse and repeat. I literally use that process all the time, literally. And it has done so much for me. Ooh. Wow. I love, I love what you said that <laughs> you said find reasons why it's BS. And I think that's so funny because I think sometimes you, you really have these super ingrained beliefs about the way things are in how they can be for your life. And then sometimes you have to really think about it like, oh wait, that's actually not true at all. Like <laughs> and it's, it's kind of funny cause you're just like, oh wow. Like that actually doesn't have to be true. That doesn't have to be my reality. Like, and I think that when you have those like aha moments, it's, it's just so powerful. So I love that. Write them down, ask why it exists, find the reasons why it's BS, Reiki, rinse and repeat. Ooh, I love that. I think that's really <laughs> Yes. I would also like to add to that, that a lot of the reasons why we have certain limiting beliefs, it really comes from that uh, group think. If you ever experience something and you're like, why do I feel this way? I don't really think that. Be mindful of groupthink and things you've been taught, whether it's in religious settings, family settings, whatever. Make sure you check in on that because we carry a lot more than we realize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just the people around, you can just ingrain beliefs in you as well. I remember my spiritual coach just touching on like the aspect of dating and love. She Mm -hmm. was telling me that I shouldn't, you know, have so many friends who are just like oh men are trash oh there's no good men because like it's so true like a lot most of the women in my friend group like we are all single and we all have these beliefs of like that there's no good men to date and that's you know it's kind of just like trickling it's just in our friend group and that's what we believe and we just amp each other up with this energy and like that's not healthy if any of us want to actually attract a good partner because it's it's not true we're just giving energy to this belief that's actually not true and not beneficial for our love lives. And wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, girl, you gotta get you some new friends with a man. <laughs> like... I, know. I know. Oh man. That's funny though. So with, okay. With limiting beliefs for me do, doing the work, I, I feel like I have a lot of resistance and I feel like a lot of people do. I think it's easy to just avoid doing the work and just hope things are going to get better and try to manifest. But 
you know, I think that's why I thought this episode was important because you can't really manifest properly if you don't, you know, do all that work first. If you don't get rid of the limiting beliefs, if you don't feel like you're worthy, if you don't have self-love. So why do you think people have resistance and like, how does this resistance keep us away from what we want? Yeah, a lot of people have resistance because they don't have the belief that it's a possibility for them that or they may not really want what they say they want. Mm -hmm. So I'll give a real example. Um, So I used to do a lot more coaching in She's Worthy. And then for some time, I noticed, I was like, I'm not really doing a lot of coaching. I'm not making as much money as I was before. Like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. And I realized it's because I only want passive income. (laughs) That's the truth. I don't want to work. Yeah. So guess what was happening? The the things that I was doing that was work Mm -hmm. were falling away and more opportunities for passive income were coming in. So once I recognized that the resistance to money went away because I was accepting that passive income. And I also um, like to have like a, a time freedom business where I can do so much in the business. And then it's like a return, you know, on it. And it's something that I really love Yeah, that makes a huge difference. And so you have to say, do I really want X, Y, and Z? Mm. And if I feel anything in me that says no or I see something else as a potential answer of what I do want open that up and then something else that I really like to focus on is like the resistance that comes from you it may be that you have your heart closed to actually receiving you're you could be afraid of receiving it so for example maybe you don't want to have the love of your life because you're afraid that you may get divorced like your parents so it's like you say you want to get married but you're really like internally subconsciously because we have to recognize that a lot of what we do every day comes from our subconscious mind that's why those meditations are important that's why the reiki is there all of those things to keep that subconscious inner child all that together and so you'll push things away that you really want because it's something in you that feels like, you know, I don't want to create this result or this could happen if I actually got what I wanted. So just kind of dig into that and see, is this what I want? And if it is, am I doing the things that are, that's leading me to get it? Mm. Ooh. Okay. Nope. That's going to (laughs) be one of my quote pictures that I put for this episode. That was a good one. (laughs) wow that's a powerful statement I love that wow and I think that sometimes yeah that's so true I think you you can think that you want something but your 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 behaviors are not the behaviors of someone who actually wants it or it might not actually be what you really want and yeah I think a lot of this work is just doing inventory on what you think what you believe and what is actually the truth (laughs) because just even starting there, I think is huge because a lot of us don't know what we want, especially like the people listening to this podcast, you know, again, like audience is usually like young adults just really stepping into adulthood and just trying to figure it all out. And I think it is really difficult 
especially in the times we're living in, especially this year, everything is just so up in the air. And just really, I think that was the best part of quarantine is just being able to really sit with yourself and your thoughts and just really do inventory on like, okay, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? How can I improve my life? And wow, this is, this is good stuff. (laughs) Okay. So again, I want to touch on how to break blockages and just building self-worth. So once I guess you've worked through the resistance, some of the limiting beliefs, how can we start to break blockages and just feel innately that we are worth what we want? Yeah. So building a routine is huge. Like I cannot stress that enough. Consistency is key. If you want quantum leaps in your life, you got to be consistent. You know, that's just a part of it. Um, Also committing to that inner work and doing it and knowing that it is working and believe that it is working because sometimes we can kind of um, hold ourselves back because we're like, oh, I'm just going to do this, you know, not really giving it our full energy and our time and our attention. And then this is, I think, the most powerful thing you can do is make a decision. Once you make a decision that like the block is gone or whatever you want is coming to you, it is done. It is done, done, done before it even shows up in your reality. Like you have to decide. And it's crazy. I use this as an example because you would think that like it's, it is crazy. Like it's all, (laughs) it's all interconnected. But like my fiance, when I was, um, on Dan's team in college, he didn't even know my name. He saw me on the field. He told his parents, that is going to be my wife. She's going to be my wife. Mm. He made a decision. That was 10 years ago. He made a decision about something. Didn't even have all the information. Didn't have all the things, but he knew what he wanted. And it happened. <laughs> like right. That's the type of decisions you have to make, even when you don't even know all the how, what's going to happen all of that release that control because once you make a decision it is done there's nothing anyone you like nothing can be done to stop that and so the next after you've made those decisions listen to those meditations um in regards to self-love oh my gosh like really lift yourself up something i did yesterday and my mother-in-law laughs at me but i'm that i'm that woman I buy myself flowers every week. I mean, like, I know they can't see me, but I have on, like, flower prints. My my space is flowers. I love flowers mm-hmm. um, because I feel like they represent me blooming, you know? Yeah. And I bought myself flowers, <laughs> and on the, the card, I put, congratulations, Jasmine, you're doing a good job. Ooh. And she was like, you put, I'm like, yes. I was like, girl, I love myself. And, you know, she just <laughs> laughed at me you know, about it, but I really do love myself. Like, and I'm so proud of the work that I'm doing and that's something you need to practice. So maybe like if, if that's something that you need to actually do to show yourself that love and deservingness and some people, you know, are like with flowers, like they say, Oh, you know, you need to wait on a man to buy you flowers or, Oh, you don't need to spend that much on flowers. It's not worth it. Who I'm worth it. Exactly. I'm worth it. I'm going to buy my flowers. I'm going to give to myself. It's not that my man won't buy me flowers. He always buys me stuff. But I'm here for me. I love me. And I need that for myself. 
once you create that strong sense of self-love through those meditations and just really getting in tune with yourself, that inner guidance needs to be followed. And you'll begin to hear within yourself, your intuition is heightened. And you're like, this is what I need to do. This is the right next step. This is going to get me to where I need to go. And journal like crazy. Like really journal. They have tons of resources on Pinterest with journaling. Um, my blogs, my posts, podcasts, all those things. I literally, you know, share different prompts, different things you can think of to actually help you break those blockages and really build up your own sense of self-worth. Oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. That's amazing. I love that. I love that. And I want people to listening to just really hear what Jasmine's talking about because I think just implementing that, staying consistent on your journey and committing to yourself and the work and just really loving yourself. I just know it's going to just pay off. And you are just so such a good example of that, Jasmine. So this is, this is great. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So, and just to like final thoughts here for the person listening who just doesn't know how to start practicing self-love what would be just some of the steps for a super beginner to just be like, okay, I want to start the journey of loving myself. How can I start? Yeah. So when it comes to starting a journey of self-love, it's almost easier to start with self-care because self-care is an external thing, right? Yeah. So something that I would do, like um, I'm really big into my skincare routines, my hair care. I'm so excited. i finally got some aloe vera i do like protein treatments with my um hair and everything so that's mm. exciting <laughs> <laughs> and i like i have my spa days and i go get my nails done and different things like that and when you are taking that time for yourself and you don't have to buy anything i mean literally you can just soak in the tub like with with some bubbles like you don't have to make it expensive or anything like that mm. but just taking the time to do that and something that I would recommend is maybe listening to some affirmations or saying some affirmations to kind of stir up in yourself that like, this is my time for myself. This is what I'm doing to help me be a better person. Then that's when the internal stuff starts to happen yeah. and you can decide you are worth it. Mm. Decisions, decisions, decisions. If you get nothing out of this, Know that you got to make a decision. Like, I'm worth whatever it is I want. If I want to be a billionaire and I only make $15,000 a year, you're still worth it. It doesn't matter that you're in the in-between. Most of our lives, we're going to spend in the in-between. That doesn't make you any less worthy. You right. are still worthy, right? Mm -hmm. And so then the next thing, when you incorporate that self-love, I'm going to tell you, people are going to try you. <laughs> they are going to try yes. you yeah because you're changing yeah so you have to create boundaries and let those people know this ain't how it's gonna go like what you used to do or say you cannot do anymore like I noticed when I quantum leaped um I had it's so funny to just think about this but like someone in my family called me they were like oh you know you're fat and in my mind I'm like 
what? Like, yeah. but I wasn't offended. I was not offended. This is why I wasn't offended because that's what happens when you quantum leap. Like it's random stuff that'll start happening to you to see if you're still insecure. Mm. If you're not centered in yourself, if you don't know your worth. I was not even offended. Now my family was, but yeah. I wasn't personally offended. It didn't bother me. It didn't hurt me. It didn't harm me. And so when you create those boundaries and you let people know this is how I'm going to be treated, it lets you know, wow, I've really arrived. And you'll start to raise your standards like big yeah. time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like you'll be like, nope, I can't do what I used to do. This is not going to work. And you just start upping those standards. And then there's the momentum. It starts to pick up. Like it, it's a process though. Notice that I started with external and moved into internal because a lot of people want to do so much internal work, which is important, right. but they're not even doing the external. You know what I mean? Right. And we start outside of yourself, not you know other people because other people have to do with themselves but when you start with your physical it kind of moves you internal to say like you know what I need to love on myself some more yeah yeah and I think even just when you do take care of yourself you just start to feel better about yourself so I can definitely I love that comparison of just like the physical and then the internal as well and how you really need both because I think that's totally true Ooh. and even the boundaries. <laughs> it's like it's so hard for people to implement boundaries and I think yeah that beautifully ties in with self-love because like you said once you decide that you are worth it or you decide how you want to be treated it gets easier and easier to you know have those boundaries so I love that I love that Woo! thank you so much this was an amazing conversation like I know thank people are gonna you. repost this and uh, they're just gonna love it so I appreciate you please tell everyone where they can find you and you have a lot going on so please please plug yourself <laughs> yeah so I'm gonna give a shameless plug um, I know I talked about you know my business I um, am a teacher by nature <laughs> but um, I have a homeschooling and tutoring program and a lot of people connect with me through that. And then when they find out that I also work with She's Worthy, they're like, oh my gosh. So to yeah. me, it's teaching all one and the same. It's teaching in an academic setting and then it's teaching in a spiritual setting. Right. Um, but the name of that business is Limitless Learning. And then of course, um, through uh, She's Worthy, I'm able to be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at I am JL Thomas. And our website for She's Worthy is She's Worthy.co. And I'll make sure that I send all that information yeah. over to you um, so that everyone can go ahead and be able to check everything out. Um, as I mentioned, I am not doing any coaching at this time. So I just have a ton of free resources, um, on my website. And my prayer is that you guys will be able to, to come into contact with that and just be able to grow from it because I put my heart and soul, um, into everything that I do. I, I don't really hold back. I want everyone to actually prosper and have an amazing life and just achieve the unexplainable. Like that's what my whole mission is in, in teaching these spiritual things. It's like, I want people to have such crazy results that it blows their mind because that's what I've done for myself. And I want others to experience that too. Yeah, exactly. And I, I see that and I feel that from you and 
yeah, I'm so, I'm just so grateful to have you today. And guys, her website's beautiful. I love your website, by the way. So I'm going to have all Thank of that, all of Jasmine's links um, in the show notes. You guys can go down there now and just click on it, check it out, check her out. And um, yeah, that's all for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, check me out next week. I have another episode coming for you guys. Make sure you subscribe on the Apple Podcast app. Follow me on Spotify. And leave a review. I've been loving reading the reviews you guys have been leaving me lately. They're just so nice. And yes, I really love those. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.